Stefano Tsitsipas. Stefano Tsitsipas. Stefano Tsitsipas. Tsitsipas? Stefano. You know what it sounds like? Sisyphus. Stefano Sisyphus. You one, think, one must imagine. Sisyphus do you think that's horny. what he's named? <laughs> Say it again. I stepped over you. One must imagine Sisyphus horny. That's my. I woke up with that phrase in my head. You woke up like that. I woke up like that. With it's pretty the, funny. Uh, thank you. You know, it's like the Camus thing, but instead of happy, it's horny. Just pushing a rock, hard as a rock himself. <laughs> Stefano Sizipas is like a uh, like nineteen year old tennis pro. We were just turned on to. Yeah. How did you find out about this guy? Uh, a former bandmate of mine is a big tennis head and and posts tennis highlights to her Instagram story all the time. Uh, and she had like a fan cam of this uh, little Greek boy named Stefano Sisipas. And Chris held up the phone to me and was like, look at this guy. And I was like, oh, he's so cute. <laughs> and then I saw, I was like, look at this little boy. I love him. And then I saw his like Instagram name is like Stefano. It's like Sisipas 98. And yeah, I was yeah. like, oh God, he was born in 1998. Yeah. Well, so we've got a highlight reel of Sisipas on right now. Stefano Titty Pass. Stop uh, on right now because it feels you know appropriate for um uh, uh for Infinite Jess because he's just he's a, just a few years older than than the tennis boys that we've come to know and love and he's got one of those um like what I would describe as like an ethnic European name that yeah. David Foster Wallace is so fond of like naming his yeah, uh yeah. Id- like Idris Arslanian yes exactly uh <laughs> Id- Idris Arslanian uh. Hello, welcome Hello. to Infinite Cast, Hi. a pod jest. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're reading Infinite Jest and watching tennis highlights, as yeah. always. You can't see those, though. That's a, that's the pod. That's for us. Pod. That's the, just for us. That's our secret. Sorry. But you could you could put this, if you wanted to simulate, you could also put on silent tennis. Yes, uh, if you want. And in fact, I recommend it. Yeah, if you want to sync up uh, your user experience directly to us, we are watching... Uh, ATP Tennis Stefano Tsitsipas 2019 Highlights. ATP Highlight Reel. Um, and you know what? He's doing pretty good. I mean, he, it's the highlights. He's, he better. Yeah. He was doing bad. It, that's, those are lowlights. So, uh, shall we get into it? You said this one's a banger? Uh, the, uh, yeah, th- this is where we start. We're getting into kind of the more... The meat. The meat. Like, just like, it's like, you know, this we're, all we're, we're everything's, moving on. Everything's just been set up now. Yeah, we're starting to get into it. He's He's... Stacking up his dominoes and about to let them fall like a house of cards. We've almost met all the characters. Checkmate. Uh, on page 176. All right, here we go. Yes. This is selected transcripts of the resident interface drop-in hours of Mrs. Patricia Montesian, M.A. Montesian. Montesian, M-A-C-S-A-C, which, of course, takes us to EndNote 58, uh, certified by the Commonwealth of Massachusetts Substance Abuse Counselor. Uh, also, executive director, Ennett House Drug and Alcohol Recovery House. Sick. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, sexy, unique restaurant. Restaurant. Sexy, unique re- restaurant. Restaurant. Uh, Enfield, Massachusetts, thirteen hundred to fifteen hundred hours. Wednesday, fourth of November, year of the Depend Adult Undergarment. But there's this way he drums his fingers on the table. Not even like really drumming, more like in way between drumming and like this scratching, picking, the way you see somebody picking at dead skin without any kind of rhythm, see, constant and never stopping, but with no kind of rhythm you could grab onto and follow and stand. Totally like whacked, insane. 
like the kind of sounds you can imagine a girl hears in her head right before she kills her whole family because somebody took the last bit of peanut butter or something. You know what I'm saying? The sound of a fucking mind coming apart. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yes, okay. The short answer is when he wouldn't quit with the drumming at supper, I sort of poked him with my fork. Sort of. I could see how maybe somebody could have thought I sort of stabbed him. I offered to get the fork out, though. <laughs> Let me just say, I'm ready to make amends at, like, any time for my part in it. I'm owning my part in this, is what I'm saying. Can I ask, am I going to get restricted for this? Because I have this overnight tomorrow that Gene, he approved already in the overnight log, if you want to look. But I'm not trying to get out of owning my part of the, like, uh, occurrence. <laughs> if my higher power, who I choose to call God, works through you saying I've got some kind of a punishment due, I won't try to get out of a punishment. If I've got one due. I just wanted to ask, did I mention I'm grateful to be here? Next, next paragraph. I'm not denying anything. I'm simply asking you to define alcoholic. How can you ask me to attribute to myself a given term if you refuse to define the term's meaning? I've been a reasonably successful personal injury attorney for 16 years. And except for that one ridiculous so-called seizure at the Bar Association dinner this spring and that clot of a judge banning me from his courtroom. And let me just say, I can support my contention that the man masturbates under his robe behind the bench with detailed corroboration from both colleagues and circuit court laundry personnel. <laughs> Uh, with the exception, oh. yeah, <laughs> with the exception of less than a handful of incidents, I've held my liquor and my head as high as many a taller advocate. Believe you me. How old are you, young lady? I'm not in denial, so to speak, about anything empirical and objective. Am I having pancreas problems? Yes. Do I have trouble recalling certain intervals in the Kemp and Limbaugh administrations? <laughs> no contest. Is there a spot of domestic turbulence surrounding my intake? Why, yes, there is. Did I experience some, yes, some formication in detox? I did. I have no problem forthrightly admitting things I can grasp. Formicate with an M, yes. Uh, but what is this you demand I admit? Is it denial to delay signature until the vocabulary of the contract is clear to all parties so bound? <laughs> yes, yes. You don't follow what I mean here. Good. And you're reluctant to proceed without clarification. I rest. I cannot deny what I don't understand. This is my position. Do you remember who that is? No. It's Tiny Ewell. Okay. The short lawyer who was uh, getting driven driven back from um, detox. Okay. Uh, formication. The feeling of ants crawling. Oh, okay. Got it. Not fornication. Formication. Formication. Ants marching. In French. In French, an ant is une fourmi. Fine, my French lesson is wasted on you. Formication. Uh, next, next paragraph. So I'm sitting there waiting for my meatloaf to cool, and suddenly there's a simply sphincter loosening shriek, oh. and here's Nell in the air with a steak fork, positively aloft, leaping across the table in flight horizontal. I mean, Pat, the girl's body is literally parallel to the surface of the table, hurling herself at me with this upraised fork, shrieking something about the sound of peanut butter. I mean, my God, Gately and Deal had to pull the fork out of my hand and the tabletop both to give you an idea of the savagery. Don't even ask me about the pain. Let's don't even get into that. I assure you, they offered me Percocet at the emergency room. Percocet takes us to EndNote 59. 
uh, oxycodone hydrochloride with acetaminophen C2 class DuPont pharmaceuticals. <laughs> Back to the text. They offered me Percocet at the emergency room is all I'll say about the levels of pain involved. I told them I was in recovery and powerless over narcotics of any sort. Please don't even ask me how moved they were at my courage if you don't <laughs> want me to get weepy. This whole experience has me right on the edge of a complete hysterical fit. So, but yes, guilty. I may very well have been tapping on the table. Excuse me for occupying space. <laughs> and then she ever so magnanimously says she'll apologize if I will. Well, come again, I said. Come again? I mean, my God. I'm sitting there attached to the table by tines. <laughs> I know bashing, Pat. And this was unabashed bashing at its most fascist. I respectfully ask that she... Fascist be- unabashed bashing. Un- unabashed bashing at its fa- most fascist. I respectfully ask that she be kicked out of here on her enormous rear end. Let her go back to whatever fork-wielding district she came from with her hefty bag full of gauche clothes. <laughs> Honestly, I know part of this process is learning to live in a community, the give and take, to let go of personality issues, turn them over, etc. But is it also not also is it not also supposed to be, and here I quote the handbook, a safe and nurturing environment? I have seldom felt less nurtured than I did impaled on that table, I have to say. The pathetic harassments of Minty and McDade are bad enough. I can get bashed back at the Fenway. I did not come here to get bashed on some pretense of table tapping. I'm dangerously close to saying either that that specimen goes or I do. I'm awfully sorry to bother. I can come back. I was wondering if maybe there was any special program prayer for when you want to hang yourself. Oh, God. (laughs) Next paragraph. That that was one for... That's uh, one paragraph. Yeah. I want understanding. I have no denial I'm drug addict. Me, I know that I am addicted since the period of before Miami. I am no trouble to stand up in the meetings and say, I am Alfonso. I am drug addict. Powerless. I am knowing powerlessness since the period of Castro, but I cannot stop even since I know. This I, this I fear. I fear I do not stop when I admit I am Alfonso. Powerless. How does to admit I am powerless make me stop what the thing is I am powerless to stop? My head, it is crazy from this fearing of no power. I am now hope for power, Mrs. Pat. I want to advise. Is hope of power the bad way for Alfonso as drug addict? (laughs) (laughs) Danger ops? Prangent sex? (laughs) Uh, Next paragraph. Sorry to barge there. Uh, PM division called again about the thing with the vermin. The word was ultimatum that they said. (laughs) Next paragraph. Sorry if I'm bothering you about something that isn't a straightforward treatment interface thing. I'm up there trying to do my chore. I've got the men's upstairs bathroom. There's something, Pat, there's something in the toilet up there that won't flush the thing. It won't go away. It keeps reappearing flush after flush. I'm only here for instructions, possibly also protective equipment. I couldn't even describe the thing in the toilet. All I can say is if it was produced by anything human, then I have to say I'm really worried. Don't even ask me to describe it. If you want to go up and have a look, I'm 100% confident it's still there. It's made it real clear it's not going anywhere. (laughs) Next paragraph. 
All else I know is I put a Hunt's pudding cup in the resident fridge like I'm supposed to at 1300 and da-da-da. And at 1430, I come down all primed for pudding that I paid for myself, <laughs> and it's not there. And McDade comes on all concerned and offers to help me look for it. And da-da-da, except you look, I look, and here's the son of a whore got this big thing of pudding on his chin. Next paragraph. Yeah, but except so, how can I answer just yes or no to do I want to stop the coke? Do I think I want to? Absolutely, I think I want to. I don't have a septum no more. My septum's been like fucking dissolved by coke. See? You see anything like a septum when I lift up like that? I've absolutely with my whole heart thought I wanted to stop and so forth ever since with the septum. So, but so since I've been wanting to stop this whole time, why couldn't I stop? See what I'm saying? Isn't it all about wanting to and so on and so forth? How can living here and going to meetings and all do anything except make me want to stop? But I think I already want to stop. How come I'd even be here if I didn't want to stop? Is being here proof I want to stop? But then so how come I can't stop if I want to stop is the thing. Uh, next paragraph. This kid had a hair lip where it goes like, you know, this. <laughs> but his went way up further up he sold bad speed but good pot he said he'd cover our part of the rent if we kept his snake supplied with mice yeah. we were smoking up all our cash so what's to do they ate mice we had to go into pet stores and pretend to be real heavily into mice <laughs> snakes he kept snakes Deucey. they smelled bad he had never cleaned the tanks his lip covered his nose the hair lip my guess he couldn't smell what they smelled like or something would have got done he had a thing for Mildred, my girlfriend. I don't know. She probably has a problem, too. I don't know. He had a thing for her. He kept saying shit like, with all these thes, he'd go, though you want to fuck me, Mildred, or what? We don't have to eat each other or nothing. He'd say shit like this with me right there, dropping mice into these tanks, holding my breath. The mice had to be alive. All in this god-awful voice, like somebody's holding their nose and can't say S. He didn't wash his hair for two years. <laughs> we had like an in-joke on how long he wouldn't wash his hair and we'd make X's on the calendar every week. We had a lot of these in-type jokes to help us stand it. We were wasted, I'd say, 90% of the time. Nine zero. But he never did the whole time we were there. Wash. When she said we had to leave or she was taking off and taking Harriet was when she said when I was at work, he started telling her how to have sex with a chicken. He said he had sex with the chickens. It was a trailer. Like flamingos? Yeah. <laughs> it was a trailer out past the dumpster dock in the spur, and he kept a couple chickens under it. No wonder they ran like hell when anybody came. He'd been, like, sexually abusing fowls. He kept talking to her about it with all those. Like, you have to, like, screw them on. But when you come, they just <laughs> sort of fly off of you. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, exactly like in Pink Flamingos. Uh, she said she drew the line. We left and went to Pine Street Shelter and she stayed for a while till this guy with a hat said he had a ranch in New Jersey and off she goes and with Harriet. Harriet's our daughter. She's going to be three. She says it free though. I doubt now the kid will ever say a single TH her whole life. And I don't even know where in New Jersey. Does New Jersey even have ranches? <laughs> I'd been in school with her since grade school. Mildred. We were like childhood sweethearts. And then this guy who got her old cot at the shelter, I got lice from. He moves into her cot and then I start to get lice. I was still trying to deliver ice to machines at gas stations. 
Who wouldn't have to get high just to stand it? Next paragraph. It's a classic drug drug dealership with the snake. The snake and fucking chickens. Uh, so this purports to be a disease, alcoholism, a disease like a cold or like cancer. I have to tell you, I have never heard of anyone being told to pray for relief from cancer outside maybe certain very rural parts of the American South, that is. So what is this? You're ordering me to pray because uh, I allegedly have a disease? I dismantle my life and career and enter nine months of low-income treatment for a disease and I'm prescribed prayer? Does the word retrograde signify? Am I in a socio-historical era I don't know about? What exactly is the story here? I feel like that would be my difficulty with with uh, uh, addiction programs like this of being like either tell me it's a disease or tell me I have to pray. Yeah, but I'm not. I cannot hold these two things in, yeah, my, in right. my head at once. Right, right. Uh, I'm not. I, I can't do faith healing. Sorry. <laughs> fine, fine, fine. Just completely fine. No problem at all. Happy to be here. Feeling better. Sleeping better. <laughs> Love the chow. In a word, couldn't be finer. Uh, the grinding, the tooth grinding, eh, a tick, a jaw strengthener, expression of all around fineness. Likewise, the thing with the eyelid. <laughs> Next paragraph. <laughs> I like that guy. Yeah. But I did two try. I've been trying all month. I've been on four interviews. They didn't, none of them start till 11. And I'm like, what's the point? Get up early, sit around here. I don't have to be down there till 11. I filled out applications every day. Where am I supposed to go? You can't kick me out just for the moth. They don't call me back if I'm trying. It's not my fault. Go on and ask Clinette. Ask that Thrail girl and tell them if I ain't been trying. You can't. This is just so fucked up. I said, where am I supposed to go to? Uh, next paragraph. I'm on a month's full house restriction for using freaking mouthwash. <laughs> Newsflash, news bulletin, mouthwash is for spitting out. It's like 2% proof. <laughs> uh, next paragraph. It's about somebody else's farting, why I'm here. Next paragraph. I'll gladly identify myself if you'll first simply explain what it is I'm identifying myself as. This is my position. You're requiring me to attest to facts I do not possess. The term for this is duress. <laughs> is that the lawyer again? That's the lawyer again. Next, next paragraph. So my, my offense is what? Misdemeanor gargling? <laughs> next paragraph. I'll come back when you're free. Uh, next paragraph. It's back. For a second there, I had hoped. I had hope. Then there it was again. <laughs> and then next paragraph. First, let me just say one thing. End of the section. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's. I like that. So, and it house, baby. Um, and it house, 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 and it house. Uh, I I like that section as, uh, you know, forty. 40 responses to uh to addiction you know to like uh how, like what like how are you doing or like what can i help you with yeah um but it's all you know it's all the different la layers of like bargaining and anger oh yeah, yeah and yeah, yeah, yeah. um you know and uh, denial. denial and uh you know acceptance and, and depression and yeah um you know because uh, you you imagine that pat the characters, the question that they're responding with is, so how can I help you? But what they're really asking, ask, saying is, so you're an addict. Right. And their response is, well, there's a lot of things <laughs> well, going Well, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we've seen some, some prior characters come yes, back. 
it's, I, I imagine there are a lot of those that are people that I already know, but I haven't quite the, deduced who they're coming from. The person who was talking about trying to go on job interviews and said, ask Clinette. Yes, Clinette yes. is, of course, uh, Wardeen's yes. friend. I, I gathered that that was one of those people. We've got, um, of course, Not those uh, people, Tiny. But, you know. Yes. <laughs> I, I know what you mean. Uh, you got Tiny Ewell, the lawyer yes. who, ha- who had a seizure at the bar. Uh, we heard Gately's name. We heard Gately's name. Um, though it's not uncertain if one of those people is actually Gately, though it could be. It, uh, I can confirm that it, it okay. is Don Gately. Um, well, I mean, I mean, one of the words being spoken, one of the, the speakers in this section could be Gately. I don't think it is because I think at this point in the year of the dependent under, adult undergarment, it's not a spoiler to say that Don is actually one of the employees of Ennett House. Oh, okay, okay, okay. He has graduated from the program and now he's like a Working big brother. Okay, yeah. Um, we have the guy who married Mildred Bonk whose name I can't remember. Mildred Bonk, yes. Mildred Bonk, okay. the, extremely, the extremely hot girl who should have been named Kimberly. Yes. But instead, Kimberly St. Simone. But instead, she's uh, She's Mildred, Mildred Bonk, Bonk, and well, she has dipped. It, and it also, it seems like things did not turn out too great for her. Uh, well, yeah, ho- hopefully she didn't get disappeared at the at the Jersey Ranch. Yes. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's communal, uh, communal group, group home living. Yes. The poor guy with his pudding cup. I can only imagine. You only get so many luxuries at the at the the addiction house. You know what? Looking so, forward to that put it that pudding cup. Oh, to look forward to a nice cold pudding. And then open the fridge, and it's simply not there. Here's the thing. It's funny that like God, the I idea could go for a pudding cup. the the idea of Ennett House is like um, a microcosm of like human behavior, yeah. right? Of like how was other people very yeah. very Sartre like. But uh, I've worked at fucking nice like office jobs and people still steal each other's food. Yes. That's like the crazy thing is that yes, it's all these people who are of certain like walks of life, Mm -hmm. but like that kind of human behavior is universal and infuriating. Same with drumming, your drumming, your your fingers fingers. wrong. That is, um, uh, one of the, uh, the worst and most humiliating parts. I mean, there's certain jobs that are social by nature, but like when I had, you know, when I worked at, in a fucking office, mm-hmm. in our stupid open plan offices, Ugh. the 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 most humiliating part of it was having to do your work in public. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and like in front of other people and with other people, and have to interact with them when all I'm doing is staring into a fucking computer for nine hours a day. Yeah, the illusion that you're supposed to be also maintaining like cordial, genteel relations with now your you colleagues, like, even though like your job and specifically has an, almost nothing to do with, with just anybody. about anybody. Yeah, I, live, I lived entirely inside the computer and yet I did like piss standing next to some older guy who sold ads. You, you've you uh, reminded me of working at my last job where I would like usually bring food from home because I yeah. was like being frugal. And because uh, if you want to buy lunch in Union Square in Manhattan, it's like automatically $17 for some reason. Um, yeah, you want a little bowl of, of rice and kale and like some sweet a, potato the chunks. suggestion of a broccoli. <laughs> yeah. The, a whisper of broccoli, yes. a hint of sweet potato. Um, uh, 2.2 ounces of braised pork or whatever. Yeah. I, I, I guess we're both specifically talking about dig in. Or Oh, I was talking about sweet green. But well, yeah, whatever. Same, it's all the same thing. Same thing. Dig in. One of the absolute worst eating experiences I can imagine, yet something that feels totally essential for office life. That's the thing. You get the bowl of nutrients. Yeah. Giotalti wrote about it. But anyway. I just was, fucking grind it into a paste and give it to me as a smoothie. <laughs> That's... I mean, that is the thing. Yeah. I was going to say I would get my little home, home brought lunch and take it out of the fridge and... 
inevitably some colleague would be like, oh, that looks good. Or like, you, and you, oh, what is that? Oh, what'd you make? And you're oh, like, what'd you what? bring, Raleigh? I made a little sandwich. And in your mind, oh, you're going like, looks- shut the fuck up. <laughs> Do not look at my food. This is yeah. mine and mine alone. That li- like this literally. Food, this rice bowl has nothing to do with you, mind, Amanda. Mind your fucking business. <laughs> I'm not go- like I'm not going to tell you what this is. You, the, you yeah. don't deserve to know. <laughs> the the horror of having your food known. But then that's in communal living of just yeah. like that's that all the time. It's funny, you know the um the ortolan that you're supposed to uh, shield your eyes that you're supposed to put a napkin over your head so god can't see your shame of having such a decadent meal yeah you should be allowed to put a blanket over your head while you eat your sad (laughs) desk salad yeah you should be able to create a little tent at your desk or an isolation tent yeah just so nobody not not to shield god from seeing you but to shield anyone else in your office from uh from from knowing your meal. Have you ever eaten anything that's so good and decadent that you felt like you needed to hide yourself from God? Uh <laughs> probably. I I'm not super into like hyper decadent foods. Like even when I when we're at fancy restaurants, I usually like I don't know. You get just, the down home chicken or whatever. <laughs> the down the rustic chicken pickets. <laughs> Uh, None of that steak tartare for me. I'll just have a good old chicken wing. Remember, we we had one. It wasn't Kobe beef, but it was like an insane wagyu. Wagyu, yeah. But it was like an essence. Like you chewed it, and it was like this is like so good. This cow is probably like truly living. Yeah. But also like there was no there there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it just dissolves in your mouth. It was so yeah. It was so rich. It was like cotton candy meat. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Good restaurant food is overrated. There, there's like just a hard limit on how nice food here's, can be. You know? Here is my here's my thing. After um eleven months of not sitting down to eat inside, mm-hmm. the platonic restaurant experience, the nicest restaurant experience you can have, is being in like a war a warmish room playing some low music, and you get like kind of good bad Italian food. Yeah. That's that's pretty. Everything good. else is kind of like I don't care. You know, like chef's table when they're like, this is acorn with pork and <laughs> and, and cilantro whisper yeah uh i think that uh just like good pasta at a restaurant like yes. that's it i think that the upper limit of good restaurant food as opposed to bad food restaurant mm-hmm. is like a 30 dollar entree anything more than that your the, your value is rapidly diminishing oh yeah yikes for sure <laughs> yeah you know yeah yeah, yeah. Then, then you're just thinking at least i would be just thinking about like you know, cost, cost per, or per value. Or uh, yeah. And, and you're mostly after that, you're play, paying for like plating in the chef's name and shit like that. Yeah. Or, you know, a nice tuffet to um, put your, <laughs> your, yes. your, your purse, purse on. on. Um, that, that, uh, Stefano Sisyphus guy. Very, very good. Very good. He and good he's highlights. very young. He, yeah. he could have another decade in him. If yeah. He's lucky. Uh, look, look out for Stefano. Uh, anything else? Any other details that we want to talk about from the um? Um, the you know, uh, just just to like lay the groundwork is like this is where you first start getting into the specific Alcoholics Anonymous, the mm-hmm. the twelve step program model of attacking yeah. addiction, which like as we know, obviously there's many more. Like that was definitely I think in the '90s, like the primary you know mode yeah. of dealing with addiction now we have like harm reduction models or, like there's all kinds of other stuff for treatment i do think there is like an anti-aa like uh undercurrent happening i don't even know if it's an undercurrent it might i be mean worth i'm not to- <laughs> i'm not i'm not super plugged into addiction 
culture, I, I I guess it's my understanding that for forever it was the only thing. Yeah. And now there is at least I think there are some people who are specifically like actually actually it really sucks and it's bad and abusive. Or, or yeah, whatever. like you look at the data and it's yeah, actually it, it not work. kind of in the same way that like there was that Huffington Post article that was like diets don't work. <laughs> well, I feel like we've written that article like every six months forever. Yeah. Well, that, that was the first big one that was like science backed though that it was like actually trying to lose weight will only result in not losing weight eventually. Yeah. Anyway. Why well, try to do anything? We must imagine Sisyphus horny. <laughs> uh, anyway. I, well, I also there's... feel like there's a, it's maybe there, you know, like all these things, it goes through like, this is the only thing. And then there's a backlash being like, actually, it sucks. And now I feel like it's more like, well, there are different things and people need to figure out what works. It's for whatever them. works for you. Right. Yeah. But uh, this, and the reason I bring it up is like I've been trying to do a little external reading because I've been thinking about David Foster Wallace and, and white guys in particular. There's been a lot of scholarly writing on about that. White guys. And so there's one there's one tack you could take in the literary criticism, which is that AA, which is you know, it's there's a God, right? And yeah. y- you are, you basically pray, we'll get way more into it, but like you have your higher power and you pray mm-hmm. to your higher power and the higher power helps you stay sober. And basically treating that as like a patriarchal thing that yeah. really it's only works within like white male supremacy and that everyone else has to then fit into that mold <laughs> as opposed to like doing Yeah, can you go into AA and be like, my higher power is the moon goddess? Right, well, <laughs> here's the thing. Yes, you could. In AA, yeah. your higher power is whatever, whatever you want. want it to be. So you could literally pray to the moon if the moon helps keep you sober. But it's the <laughs> idea that it's your dad. It's yeah. like your daddy, right? Again, this is a book about fighting your dad. And AA is a bit of a, a program. It's and AA is like you have to let your dad, dad fight, win. Fight you, yes. You have to let your dad win. Your dad's always going to win. Even if you beat your dad. Even if uh, Nick Cannon and Drumline drums better than his section leader, all he has succeeded in is making an ass of his dad. Yeah. Anyway. Did we, did we ever determine if Wallace did a 12-step program? I think he maybe did. I would have to confirm this, though. I, I feel, I feel like this is the, the fucking the mystery. Well, he definitely, I mean, he ended up in treatment, right? He, he did had, some kind of, kind of treatment, but I believe where we left it is it's unclear if it was a 12-step program yeah. or, or something else. I mean, he certainly has a deep familiarity with it. Yeah. Um, Are we going to see some kind of, some kinds of internal critiques of it? Yes. There, yeah, there's going to be a lot of exploration mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. But an ultimate, I you know, no spoiler, of ultimate kind of validation of it as yeah, like the way. That's the thing that, I mean, that that's the thing, the other kind of, undercurrent that i always get from like critiques around uh a non-programs is that it's so that that the 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 step to get somebody in to even show up to a program is so monumental that it is like you can critique alcoholics anonymous or or the 12-step programs in general but it's uh, I, i also kind of get the sense that it's it's almost so beside the point because if you get up an addict into a program they have already accomplished so much that the efficacy of the program is is almost diminished by that if that makes sense that's interesting because yeah i mean the principle of aa is that you have to surrender yeah and surrender you can't surrender without yourself will. away <laughs> mr karaoke I'm over sorry. here I'm, today yeah i've got a lot of songs to be uh-huh um yeah, I don't know. There, there's lots to discuss there. Um, but, but the idea that it's in like a, a world where it's like, you know, white white men are still in charge. Yeah. Can you can you uh, 
w- what does your surrender look like to you in that world? And is it only made in the 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 shape and mold of white supremacy? Well, do they make AA for the ladies? What? Do they make AA for the ladies? It's all the same AA. Uh, ladies, AA ladies night. I mean, there's women's meetings. That's yeah. the thing. <laughs> uh, anything else? Uh, not really. I could complain about eating at work for like hours. It's so well, humiliating. Here's the thing: God, we don't have to, work to do is it. So fucking humiliating. Yeah, that's the thing. I really hope I never have to go back. Uh, I mean, I feel very lucky that I don't that I I have I have worked at wor- at a workplace many times and and no longer have to. It is it is one of the 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 great joys of my life. Um, the, what I'll say is I just fi- finished up a contract job, which was obviously remote, but uh, I might get rehired. And they <laughs> were kind of saying maybe we'll get go, <laughs> maybe we'll get to go back to the office soon. And I was thinking, I'm like, this job is one thing where I get to like maybe take a break in the middle of the day to like you know drop my laundry off or like take a nap, d- take a nap or like stretch or something. But a, a two hour commute added to this day suddenly makes this job a lot less attractive. Tbh. Yeah. It's okay. The the it's the end of the workplace as we know it. Yeah. No one's gonna pay for office space anymore. Yeah, probably for the for the best. Yeah. Um, it just like just like David Foster Wallace thought that there would eventually be yeah. so societal events that are so cataclysmic that it was well, the total shakeup of the workplace. Everyone yeah. working from home on their TPs. TPs. Uh, speaking of which, you have a Zoom meeting to get to, don't you? I always have a Zoom meeting to get to. All right. Well, we can. <laughs> Can, um, I'm very busy. We can leave it there. Uh, shorter segment, but a good one. Yeah. Sounds we're, good. We're plowing through it. We're almost h- hitting page 200. Big deal. Which will be one fifth of the way through. Yeah. My God. I think this is episode 24. We'll probably hit 24 or 25. So, well, we do like 200 pages in 30 episodes, which would make this about a uh, 150 episode project. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. Right. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, we're not going anywhere. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> all right. Goodbye. Goodbye.